Thank you so much for coming on to the Faking It podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Hart, and we'll be talking to my Faking It fam. That's what I call them. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, Faking It fam. Ecosystem uh, and I started advising companies. And then I was able to see the backstage of how actually companies are built. Right. And then the second like shocking thing I realized is like, like I think technical people like like us always think like if we build the best product people mm-hmm. will use it right but that's a lie too like right. in a, to the point where like it's so much about human relationships yes like the partnership you mentioned i just got a deal to work with a customer like in like luxury retail world mm-hmm. through one of my investors wow. and i was able to also close that deal uh, because like I was able to like connect with the right chief, mm-hmm. like, like leading, uh, person. And then at the same time, like get to know him. And then he liked me and Calder and the team and the product. And then it worked. Like, right. Yeah. So it's, it's not that companies run themselves. It's that people run companies, Yes. you know? And so it's really about those interpersonal relationships yeah. that actually get deals signed that actually, you know, make shit happen at the end of the day. And that's why it's so bad that women aren't a part of this because it is, it becomes a boys club, you know? Yeah. Do this. Like that. Great. Perfect. Great. Wait, I will put the candle back. (laughs) There's a great system in the back candy. Yes. (laughs) Gloria Steinem's candle. (laughs) Yeah. I have candles by my microphones. It's actually a romantic scene. It is. There's candles. There's two candles here. Natural sunlight. You know, it is a little romantic. We're feeling in the golden hour. (laughs) Timed it perfectly. Yes. (laughs) So yeah. And that candle is from Gloria Steinem, which is like, you know, giving us right energy. Yeah. You know, know Gloria Steinem is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can feel it now. You're from Turkey. So like, yeah, I gotta make sure. Do you want to just good segue into telling everyone a little bit about your story. You yeah. know, being a female founder isn't easy. Yeah. It takes a lot of courage yeah. and perseverance it and does. just risk taking and not giving a fuck, you know, yeah. how, how'd you get into it? How'd you yeah. stick with it? Yeah. I think, um, let me like tell uh, a bit about myself and then like crypto and how I got into all this, like, which is like now looking back to past five years, I'm sometimes shocked too. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like studied in Berkeley and uh, I'm originally from Turkey. So I actually didn't have exposure to the tech network or even at like when I came to school, like the skills to be an entrepreneur or a founder and uh, like every step (laughs) <laughs> you okay you want this? <laughs> yes there you go. um and then basically I was able to um like when I when I came to Berkeley I was able to join a lot of clubs bombing blockchain at Berkeley and the people I met on the way changed my life like mm. I think college is great but what's better than college is pe- like y- the people you meet on that pathway mm-hmm. and mm. uh, also the mindset Like I of course learned a lot of things, but when you look at it, I use 1% of them. But with the right people I met, like even like you, like if if I wasn't in Berkeley and you were in Stanford, we will, our paths maybe have never crossed. And I think that was the best time to capitalize on where like, so I got into crypto and doubled down on it in 2018, which was actually a bear market. Yeah. And then stuck with it like 2023 now, but 
like now building a company in it. Right. And I was an early team member at Cello, which is uh, like layer one solution, built the wallets there. And then I was at OpenSea early team member, Robin right. Crypto early team member. So I hustled a lot yeah. before building Calder. Right. And then Calder, so there's a lot of factors that goes to being a founder. Right. And before that, you yeah. go into the, the how yeah. to be a founder, I have a question for you. So I think what you said was really interesting about just yeah. who you know, you know, yeah. and like, being at Berkeley and how the, how yeah. we were able to meet and all of that. How do you network? Yeah. Because I know there's so many networking events. Mm -hmm. There's so many female networking mm -hmm. events. Do those matter? Yeah. You know, like how do you truly network and mm -hmm. how do you truly make those connections? That's a good question. I think the art of network is when you try not to network. Okay. Like there's two ways to it. One, I think you should always be eager, like kind of top of funnel, find your purpose or what you want to verticalize on. I am a full believer on two things. One, people should have T-shaped personality. Like they should be a generalist, but they need to have like a vertical like expertise. Mm -hmm. And two, the growth mindset. So like keep pushing yourself. So why I say this is like, this also applies to networking. Like if you look at people in extractive nature, like I want this from this person, like this utility, this referral, this investment, then one, like you can feel it. Mm -hmm. And two, it doesn't feel genuine. Mm -hmm. And, um, and like, I think the second part is like, if you actually approach people, like, let's say you like love a professor at the design school yeah. or you are following, um, leading CTO from a company. Like if you have that, uh, edu email, most likely they're going to respond to you. Right. Totally. But being genuine and mm -hmm. like having right questions mm. is the best way right. and building that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, like this is crazy you ask because when I like look back at uh, like retroactively the inflection points of my life, one part is what I was part of called Adobe Design Circle Scholars. Mm -hmm. And there I had a mentor, which is a, which is like a part-time professor in Stanford, Enrique cool. Allen. Cool. Um, that's a great name. He's Whoa, that also sounds so like inspiring. A, a if you're watching literary, like Phenom, like, I don't know. Yeah, he, so cool. like, he's like that to me to the point because like he was like in entrepreneurship, design and yeah. engineering in the intersection. That was like what I've seen myself, like yeah. emerging tech and design. Right. And like, I like, even the reason I applied to that fellowship was him. Mm -hmm. And when I put my application and then I linked in DM, the man said like, mm. the reason I applied is you. Right. Like, and I think it was so like, it was genuine and like childish and I still like yeah. want to keep that nature where right. like he then referred me to so many internships after. Yeah. And then when I was raising, I got so much feedback from him because he's also a VC. Right. I, and I still like stick to that mentorship. Right. And I think, yeah, what's so cool about that is you identified people mm -hmm. that you wanted, that you, that you look up to, that you wanted yeah. to emulate in some capacity. Yeah. And you emailed them. Yes. You messaged them. You yes. connected with them on LinkedIn. Any of us can do that. And yes. I think, you know, it's obviously it's so hard because we're women and we're not a part of this yeah. boys club, but we can actually use the fact that we're women exactly. to add to our advantage and say like, hi, I'm like a female computer, you know, like yeah. I'm a computer science student and yeah. people that are in leadership position actually want to help us mm -hmm. because we are the minority in mm -hmm. this space. And, for, and so it's good to reach out to your icons. It's good to reach out to your role models yeah. and cold email them, LinkedIn mm -hmm. message them and say, hey, like, can you help me? Like literally just today, mm -hmm. there's this person who like, Emmy Award podcaster. I know? love it. And I literally just connected with him on LinkedIn. I yeah. said, hey, I'm making my own podcast. I think the work, I really admire the work you've done. Yeah. Would love to pick your brain about yeah. like podcasting. And he emailed back, sure. 
When's good for you? What time? I love it. I sent over a calendar, made it super easy. Like, you know, 15 minutes. Yeah talked and I just learned so much yeah and he said let me know like if you ever need more help it's that easy you know I love that and then like you leave so inspired from that conversation that keeps you going Mm -hmm. like the reason I can go with Calder with every like up and down shit going through yeah it's still like these people I meet on the way the team I build and the product we are building like you need to be like inspired by that and I think like Literally, these people are human too. And they are in their career. Probably they're also trying to progress. Right. And the click for me was that like, it's seeing and experiencing how human they are. Mm-hmm. And then as as you become that person, like as you progress in your career, some people start to look at you that way too. So mm-hmm. like, it's also important to give back. Like, for example, when people right. reach out, it's like, I really try to like find that, give that genuinity back. Yeah. But like, and I think, build better role models because right. of course we are young and we had good woman like good woman role models but not enough right. like for example in like crypto and it's such a new industry like right. there's like so few like even women in the space You're so right. it's important to build who you like like be the like change you want to see right and also i think like in the investor space and yeah. the theme entrepreneurship space there's always like the token female C- vc at yeah. a firm you know, and yes. by having that, it creates this very competitive environment for women. I think, mm-hmm. you know, just like for rappers, like who do you like yeah. more, Doja Cat or Cardi B? Like yeah. that question, why? Why yeah. do I have to like one of them more? It's like, mm-hmm. is it because they're both women? There can only be one token yeah. successful female rapper? No, mm-hmm. fuck that. Yeah. And so by having that stereotype, it ch- kind of perpetuates this idea that we can't support each other as women. Yeah. And even what I think is so special about you and like yeah. even our relationship we were talking about working together for yeah. Calder for a while. And then I decided I want to do my own thing. And yeah. you were like, okay, cool. But like, let's still be friends. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. And the fact yeah. that we're able to do that, I think is so beautiful and yeah. you know, so important that, that we give back and that we support yeah. each other and uplift each other. Cause it's like really, yeah. you know, that's how we go farther and live together. Yeah. And I think like the fact that we are not on the same thing full time doesn't mean we are not still working together. Like we totally. are in this together, like yeah. in so many ways. Yeah, it's a sisterhood. And yeah. And it's like, you need to become partners in life in many ways, support each other. Mm-hmm. And I like, to be fair, like I sometimes like didn't see that as much as I, like my peers did. Like mm-hmm. we are in such an intersectionality, like like being an international, like be, being uh, like woman, it's like- you are not born into those cliques, right. cliques like, and then it's uh, like, there's so many stories, even in the last six months only that I can tell. Like, for example, I just hired um, a smart contract engineer from Europe yeah. and my name like sounds very gender neutral and is gender neutral. So, and I don't have pictures anywhere, like kind of like in an anon way. And whenever I take calls, people think I'm a guy first wow. because I was hiring an engineering lead. And then wow. this guy said like, oh, I thought you were a boy. That's and I was crazy. Like, <laughs> well, guess what? I'm not a boy and I'm leading this company. I'm building yeah. this company. Right. And then like at the end, like we ended up hiring the person. Right. Um, but of course that was first like shocking. And we had to like talk through that because right. it's important to have the like good like culture out yeah. too. I, yeah. I, I think also something about like starting a company is just, this idea of going to the space that is unknown, mm-hmm. creating something that doesn't exist before. And that can be very often scary. You it, know? Yeah. Uh, I, I think especially women feel this need for yeah. stability, you know, for financial stability, mm-hmm. 
you get a job, you keep it. Like, yeah. let's not take risks. Why would I risk that? You know, why yeah. would I do that? We're not encouraged to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's another reason as to why women don't really go into the founder space because it is taking exactly. a risk. How have you faced risks? How have you thought about that yeah. at all when you started your own company? Yeah, I think like, sadly, it is a privilege to start a company. You right. need to have so many factors together. Mm-hmm. And I can't quote the statistics specifically, but it is like, a fact that women think like 10x or 100x more before they start a company because they expect everything to be perfect. Mm. But whereas like in startups, nothing ever is perfect. Like before coming here, I was in a cafe in like the, like a very crappy Wi-Fi and like pitching to a customer and also having IP like the problems. It it was crazy. But I think (laughs) coming back to like the ambiguity it never changes. And I think that's why you make good returns value-wise, leadership-wise mm-hmm. and uh, like your company-wise and learn a lot. Like if mm-hmm. it was very clear on where the startup is headed, then it's, it's, it, shouldn't, it would not be a zero to one experience. Mm-hmm. So from my experience, Calder um, has been in the making for like a, a, nearly a year now. And like to recap, Calder is a Web3 powered brand loyalty program. So we work with a lot of brands and creators, but it didn't start this way. Like it started as like under, like when I was at OpenSea, I was seeing the first insight where like, oh, brands, enterprises and creators do need like NFTs and tokens as an infrastructure, not as a like marketplace. Mm. And that was the first click. And then like iteration and then working and like, working with a customer on a pilot was right. next and then failing was the third the right. like second and then uh like until august we actually bootstrapped and like didn't raise mm-hmm. and there was a long time i was like alone on calder yeah where like i left my job at open sea and um and then like calder didn't have any money and then we took a grant and then I started hiring like contractors. And there was a time when we were raising, like if we didn't raise in weeks, like we were going to run out of money. Yeah. And I was thinking about that. But thankfully, like what was special to me was like, well, I knew who I want to work with. Right. I felt like in the intersection of crypto and brands, there's no one else in the world that can do like both engineering and go to market and understand what brands and crypto need at the same time, right? apart from me. And I think that's kind of a weird feeling where like, it's like a mix of ego and synthesis where like, if you feel that, it's kind of like you have to go try Mm. it because I'm not going to feel that in HR software. I I would suck at it. And then lastly, it's like, I uh, was able to get some VC and then engineering and then startup exposure Mm -hmm. through the past four years. So I kind of, thought I know the drill right. and of course I didn't but I had the bravery to go right uh, to the path yeah it was like yeah. enough kind of it you weren't like yeah I knew this 100% but you're like this is enough for me to go with it and exactly and just like follow my intuition and learn yeah. along the way and I think that's yeah. all I really need to do is just gain gain that 20% yeah. of experience to just take it home from yeah. there you know and, and yeah. I think what's special like common for both of us maybe is like we have strong women in our life, like family too. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, like if it wasn't for my mom, like saying you have to do this and if you don't, like I will be mad at you. Mm. I wouldn't have done it. Like if I had a family that's saying, oh no, you need to build your career for the next 10 years before you become an entrepreneur. Because being a 23 year old and building a company, like the intersectionality is like, the percentage is very low. Yeah. Uh, Then 
of course, like they could have discouraged me and I would have taken a step back. So mm-hmm. it's really important to have the right role models totally. and supporters. And that's another thing that men yeah. really have too, is that they have people exactly. that support them, that encourage them. And so if you don't have that encouragement, we're mm-hmm. your encouragement right now. If you want to start a company, go start a company. Yes. You can do it. Reach out to us. Reach out to us, email us, hit us up on yeah. all the networks, you know, but for real, we can do it. Yeah. Uh, and I think also another thing that's really cool about your startup mm-hmm. in particular is that from the stereotype that is a female founder, it's yeah. something that is in beauty, you know, yeah. it's an apparel company, Sadly. it's a, a fashion company, yeah. it's any of those things. And I think that what you're doing is so cool because you're actually recently in the crypto space yeah. and also something that just like, you try to make money, you know? Exactly. To, and I think that's something that we bonded on very early yeah. like when we talked, you're we like, what do you want to do? And you're like, I want to make money. And I was like, yeah. me too. Yeah. And that idea, <laughs> I was like, I mean, that? like we, yeah, we will, I want to conquer the world. Like, yeah. like we, we were going crazy. I if know. Someone recorded that. That might have not been legal. <laughs> okay, I may have to cut this out of the uh, yeah, I'm, I'm joking, I'm, but, yeah. but you should cut it. <laughs> yeah, but actually, no. Like yeah. the fact that we were so just comfortable, yeah, saying that I think is so profound. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so few women that have the courage to say, "I want to make money." Yeah. For some reason, it is wrong for women to want to make money if yeah. it's not along the lines of a social impact yeah. startup or if it's not along the lines of beauty or fashion, yeah. then it's wrong for mm-hmm. some reason. It's not okay. Yeah. You know, like men talk about finance all the time. Mm-hmm. And I find, I, this is something I just talked about my friend that he, with his guy friends, always talks about finance. Yeah. And then with his friends that are girls, he always talks about relationships, oh. you know? And like, yeah. as girls, we tend to talk about who are you dating yeah. instead of how do you want to make money? Yeah. And this is what guys do. That's mm-hmm. what they do in their free time. They talk about bonuses. They talk yeah. about their returns. Right. Like the typical conversations. And they get like intimidated when you talk about business. Right. Right. So how do you think we can get women to be more comfortable to talk about money and be yeah. comfortable with wanting to make it and be finan- more financially independent? Yeah. I think the biggest thing is like, again, building the role models and like also media changing towards like representing more like Women in engineering, women in tech, women founders, women in private equity, like right. every landscape. Yeah. Because like we didn't we do need like a paradigm shift where women need to be instilled the idea that they can want, they can be a leader, two, like they can build a fortune for themselves. Right. And three, this is independent of whether they need that fortune or not. Because right. they can have like surely like having a purpose in life is most important thing. And like and I think like second is also like education because yeah. like sadly like wom- like even women play like girls like playing with Barbies, boys playing with cars, which is like a typical example like during like childhood do affect like the future of what what like womanhood holds for mm, any woman. Totally. I think like even my friends like get a really intimidated by me and like mm. um and to the point where like um like because like all like of course like most things I talk about is business because yeah. my life is business I work 24 7 right and like there were so many girlfriends like girlfriends of mine that told me like oh like I will not be able to find the guy that I would like like or a partner that I would like because now I have like this standard x standard and like and that like women who are powerful get cheated on X many more times. Like, what are these? Like, we just live in a society that is like screwed in that sense. Yeah, we just all need to be queer. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a good, it, just, it works. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. it, it's a solution. It's yeah. not the solution, but it is a, a, a solution. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I guess my last question for you yeah. is have you ever throughout your startup journey mm-hmm. hit a point where you just like didn't really believe in yourself mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't know if I can do this. Mm-hmm. Like this is a, like too much. Did you ever feel that way? Mm-hmm. Why? And how did you overcome it? Yeah, I think it's really important to be transparent. And one thing I question every day is like how, like if we were to destroy Calder and the company, how would that happen? Like, like kind of reverse engineer all the failure cases. Interesting. So like that is something like I think about like quite frequently because like um, I think like a founder needs to balance optimism and pessimism. If they're too pessimistic, it's not going to work. If they're too optimistic, it's not going to work. But of course, being in the part of the problem, sometimes I'm like, oh, like this is not going to work. Oh, this feature is not going to work. Sometimes it works because like you don't understand human behaviors and how it maps. But like, I think of course, around like somewhere um, when like I was like raising and building the team, like there was a time when the team went from like one to 10 Mm -hmm. and like being alone and like going through that transition and going through like the fundraising. Of course, I was like always questioning myself, like, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? But like, I always had the advisory team and the team that wanted to join me. So that really helped. So building that like um, kind of brain trust around what you're doing is really important Mm -hmm. because like maybe like Calder's face is me now, Mm. but there is like hundred, like around, I would say hundred people that I would call a syndicate or a brain trust that I hit up a lot right. about Calder. So maybe just like finding someone to lean on that when you yeah. don't have that belief in yourself, somebody else will have that belief in you yeah. that will just carry you on. Yeah. You know, and if you don't have that person, if that person doesn't exist, write a note to yourself saying yeah. why you're a badass bitch yeah. and read that note whenever you're feeling yeah. like you can't do it and mm-hmm. remind yourself who you are and what you've done. Yeah. You know, and I think that would be really amazing. Yes, well, definitely. Thank you so much, Gokcha, for thank coming you. to my podcast. <laughs> it was really great chat with you. Yeah, it was great to chat with you.